under these conditions. <laughs> we are starting episode five of The Heist. Ghani, tell me what you've been doing in this week off since your last adventure. Um, um, you guys rescued Floon. You weren't uh, you weren't able to join us the last session, but Dalgrave was investigating his heck out of everything in Troll Skull Alley. But you've been to work too this last week. What have you been up to? Well, I, I missed out on last week, so I had to. I felt like I, I wanted to get my fix in. So uh, in Slack, we've been uh, going back and forth, and Ghani has added what all good manners need: a, a proper, functional dumbwaiter in the corner. Yes. Uh, which Costa, I'm sorry that you weren't there for this. Uh, back on our very first D and D thing with uh, uh, as a group, um, but we definitely tried to to uh, butter up and squeeze a dwarf into a dumbwaiter um, in, before we started trying to dig through the floor in a house, uh, which ultimately almost got us killed. Um, but now we can we can now do that in our own home. Yeah, exactly. So they uh, the whole adventure, um, we basically did backwards because the group decided to <laughs> dig a hole in the where the dumbwaiter was <laughs> to the basement. <laughs> the DM's the DM was was like, yeah, it looks like a wooden floor. It looks like something that you could cut through, and therefore we all tried to do that, <laughs> which was glorious. <laughs> and so, um, um, uh, Ghani, uh, uh, Justin's character, brought this back to us. Um, so he um, uh, added the dumbwaiter, and then um, your also maker. added. Added a, a small vegetable garden up on the tower, the roof up to the tower. Yeah. Um, and then asked Smash to go dig a hole in the backyard to get some dirt to put up there. Yeah. And so you guys um, go back there and you start digging up the dirt and uh, you discover a handle like of a frame door uh, um, to um, something. So Smash immediately tries to use all his strength to open this door. So he's like banging, like really trying to open this door. He's not doing anything. And uh, Dervish comes up and he's like, uh, can I give it a try? So he perceives that there's some words written on the door. And uh, Smash won't let up. And uh, he kind of distracts Smash by throwing a rock somewhere. <laughs> Which was great because uh, Smash, as all, all good, um, as all good people do, chase immediately after any shiny object that is moving. Right. So, Casa, you came in a little bit late, but um, um, uh, the writing on the door is Elvish, and um, Elo is able to interpret it, right? And he interprets that it says, um, I wrote it here, this little kind of thing. It says, uh, uh, say the word, sound the alarm, a call to arms. So uh, there's a word you have to say to open this thing, and they try to uh, say the word uh, "word" in Elvish. <laughs> the word "word" in Elvish, like we're straight up out of a uh, Lord of the Rings, the first uh, Fellowship of the Ring, um, which was one of my favorite parts. I love the little, um, the little like uh, what do you call them? Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Riddles. Riddles. Oh, okay. Right? And so uh, they're trying to discover what it is. And so uh, uh, they see that next to it is a rough carving of a head. Um, and it looks mean and ugly. And they kind of determine it's not human. Um, so they, they do a history check uh, to see if they would know what possibly the word is. And they do. It's something that they've interacted with in this house and everything like that. 
And Gani walks over to it and he says, Troll Skull. Troll Skull. Troll Skull. <laughs> and it opens the door. Uh, yeah. Because the word is actually troll, but he said it within the troll skull. And um, it opens, and as they descend down, Dervish kind of takes the lead. It it brings them to an opening, and it's like an underground headquarters. So uh, you eventually join them down there. Uh, Justin, what did you think about like the cool little uh, hideout Batman-type cave thing? With all things, I assume that you're about to kill us. <laughs> Which, for some, which it, the surprise is always when you don't. Mm. Um, so I'm I'm on guard. I you say that there's knives and and armor and tools everywhere, and I'm like these. There's a ghost, and there are there are weapons. These weapons are about to start flying at us. Oh, okay. So that's what um, was going through your mind. That's interesting. <laughs> and uh, so yeah, no. Then then, then it just tu- it turns out that it's just this guy's like secret back cave. Yeah. And whoever the previous occupant of this house is who I've, I've yet to meet um, other than through his mouse eating escapades um, uh, was a troll hunter. And this is his secret lair full of, of above average weaponry. Yeah. So, so they're finely tuned weapons. It looks like he was a tinkerer. Like he, he liked to mess with uh, equipment, try to make it better. Um, There's some books and journals that he kept some, some study that he did. Definitely the focus was on trolls. Um, there's some armor. There's a troll skull in there. As Smash joins the 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 group down there, he immediately goes for the troll skull and rips it off the wall. Uh, he's successful at that. So now he's carrying a troll skull around. Now he's carrying where? a troll skull around. And apparently is giving him boss status at darts, which we'll get to. <laughs> and uh, Dalgrave, you joined the fray. And uh, what was your first impression of that room? was awe. I wanted to figure out who I could ask about this room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're very investigative, inquisitive. I love right, it. Because right, right. uh, uh, no, that's no, a great no, characteristic of your character. The armor, the armor caught my eye because it looked like it belonged on a warrior. Yeah. Who wanted to bring justice yeah. back to the world and that, that, that made me feel proud and I wanted to go put it on. Yeah. So Elo has these journals, but he, uh, he, I guess, was distracted, not really um, into reading what they said. Um, Basically, Jared rolled poorly. (laughs) But, uh, uh, um, you know, so there's some interest there. Um, You guys start seeing some of the weapons. And this is, this is your stuff now. I mean, you own Trail Skull Manor, whatever is there or around there is yours. And so you guys start adding some equipment to your deal. And it gives you a little bit of an advantage, not too crazy of an advantage. They're basic weapons. And um, and uh, um, obviously, like any kind of secret hideout, it has uh, um, um, tools and it has uh, some lock boxes, <laughs> which you guys try to delve into right away. Ghani, you did the smart move, man. You got Dervish involved. Well, I, I mean, I've seen Dervish at work. <laughs> I know that that man... Uh, so I keep hoping that there's there's a, a better backstory between me and Dervish that comes out. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, I, I have absolutely no ability to pick locks. Absolutely. I am a, I am a, a, a turtle. I have, my, my hands are pretty much stubs. Like, I'm not going to do anything fine, like, picking. I'm glad you joined the heist. 
adventure with zero skill. Of course. <laughs> um, so then we go through that. Um, um, you guys pick up some gear. You kind of pick up the books. You, you go upstairs and you uh, have a note. Um, uh, like It looks like a poker card invitation with a crown and an anchor in it. Um, where Fala's uh, saying welcome to the neighborhood. So you guys go visit Fala. As you walk through the shop, you walk through the streets. Um, Dalgrave doesn't say much about the stores except that uh, don't go into Tiger's Eye. <laughs> go in there. Just not interested in going in there at all and disturbing uh, Flood Trench. Um, you go into um, the herb shop and uh, Dalgrave, tell me your description um, you know, what you saw and what, what you liked about the shop or, or what it made you think? Uh, the, the lovely shopkeep caught my eye. <laughs> yeah, you Not met... Not about women around. Yeah, Fala is, uh, uh, very, like, uh, I would say she's mischievous. She's very, like, friendly. Obviously has that little smirk on her face all the time. That's her character and who she is. And so she's excited to see you guys. She's excited that you came. Um, yeah, um, and, uh, she wants to, you know, she approaches each one of you and says hello, um, and then, uh, asks to see if you guys have the invitation that she gave you, uh, which Ghani immediately goes gets. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, it's funny because I feel like everybody's playing true to their character in the Ghani's very friendly, Dalgrave was very stoic, and then, um, Smash was obviously, like, uh, sometimes brutal, sometimes really nice. <laughs> Uh, and then, uh, uh, there was some weird tension between her and, um, and Elo. Like there was some weird, there's something there. <laughs> and I, I, I do appreciate that Elo is, has absolutely no moral compunction about people stealing shit. Yeah. Or... Yeah. He is, uh, chaotic neutral. <laughs> Am I, if, I, <laughs> if I had to guess where he was, he's chaotic neutral, um, on there. And so um, you bring back the notes and she kind of invites you to the back room, you know. And so you guys head there. On your way there, uh, Smash sees a lockbox and he stuffs it in his pants. <laughs> Which, and Elo is the only person who sees this. And just, like, uh, and Dalgrave. Dalgrave saw it too, but he just shook his head and Elo was like, cool. Um, she invites you to the back and uh, one of my favorite parts of tonight was when you enter this room, what were you expecting and what happened? Justin. I was not expecting that. <laughs> I was expecting, um, like I was expecting once you said it was an invitation and once you said that there were other people involved, like I was expecting like some, maybe some kind of weird ritual. I was expecting some kind of, um, uh, like surprise party maybe, but we walk into this, gambling den which for Ghani is just dangerous heaven huh uh, this is what has kept Ghani came out of the out of the, the the wilderness into the into town and has stayed in town because he got hooked on gambling so this is the most dangerous thing to have happen near his home nice dude nice gonna be problematic it's gonna in be the best of ways problematic um uh Dalgrave, what, what was your uh character's response to um this uh gambling then i mean Dalgrave Dalgrave doesn't care for you know the frivolity of, of gambling he cares about purpose in in honor and justice so he he was he was trying to figure out you know what the situation was who 
who is the unscrupulous ones here? And then how can you make a dime? He doesn't care about the money. Yeah, you you did one of my favorite parts of the night, uh, which we'll talk about in a second. But um, so there's gambling happening. There's some people from the town. Um, the the bookstore owner was there, kind of off to the side, which surprised you. There was Tally, the the carpenter. Uh, from the bent nail was there playing some darts there were some tables with different kind of games sitting down and so this played out uh, from my perspective really closely to what i thought could happen or would have been cool to happen ghani went right for the darts with tally which he knows uh, um he got some some building materials from tally and and um, um for an exchange of uh, a favor and then um uh, you guys start playing darts, and so was it fun for you? Like Justin, like kind of actually, I know we rolled just a bunch of dice, but do you feel the 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 excitement kind of that that was made in um in rolling? I mean, it came down to an it came pretty close to the end. Yeah, yeah. Um, I you going first was 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 painful for me yeah exactly you know that last roll i'm like no (laughs) and that's why um in that game the subtlety even though i thought the advantage was even though you're new to it let's say you've never because you haven't ever played it before we're assuming um you couldn't just roll in and be like i'm awesome at this game there was some kind of edge that he had over you on that so it worked out perfectly and uh he won right that one I won that first one. No, no, yeah, you won because uh, he rolled very poorly. He rolled, uh, he had 135, the game was to 150, and he rolled a 149. 150 yeah. was to win, and then you came in for the win. With with Smash's lucky blow on my, my dog. <laughs> yes! Which, which I believe in my mind was fully like a... Uh, it was disgusting. It was disgusting. That's we should have played that out. Missed opportunity so, there. Yeah. In the future, we will. Uh, so you guys had a really tight game. Uh, Elo and Dervish sit down with an NPC. <laughs> <laughs> named NPC. Uh, uh, a character named Fisher. And uh, they start playing threes, which is uh, you roll six dice, I mean five dice, and the lowest um, uh, number wins. Threes equals zero. So um, in the first round um elo won and so he got some money and then in the uh second round you guys play double or nothing and uh dervish and elo all roll and uh the the fisher character and fisher ends up winning all the gold um so that was a fun game i thought it was really simple but a good like i also felt that they felt that they were really playing a game against a character for some money and that that's one thing that i wanted to do and get out of this um then um, we go back. Uh, they get up and they join um, uh, Ghani. Uh, and Smash decides to jump into the fray. And you guys play that dark game again. At this point, uh, Dervi- uh, Derv- uh, Dalgrave is walking around and uh, trying to ask Fala some questions. As he is wont to do. <laughs> and uh, tell me about that experience, Costa. I mean, she was, you know fun to talk to but I wasn't really getting anywhere with her in terms of flirting or even you know the information I wanted so I uh, I got frustrated and kind of like you know felt like you know someone someone's gonna answer my questions around here so I went I went to find someone I kind of you know kept my tail on her until she went to the table and then 
when she she wasn't giving me the time of day, I walked off. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, she really tried to open you up to to um to playing or doing something fun, and uh, she, you're like a nut she's trying to crack there. And uh, she tried to get you to, to bet on this uh, crown and anchor game. And so she put two on the number six. She's about to roll the dice. She asked you if you want to play, and you just walk away. <laughs> Which was hilarious reaction. I thought you were going to bet. I thought you were going to play. Why did you no, decide not to? It doesn't bank gamble. Oh, you don't gamble at all. Cool. So that's, a, that's an interesting thing I didn't know about you. Because we got two heavy gamblers in our crew. <laughs> yeah, I figured I want to be the opposite. <laughs> you have in real life, I love gambling. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, Casa. The more I learn about you, the, the more I love you, bro. <laughs> um, so uh, that was that was a lot of um, kind of cool. And then you guys, um, the majority of you, get into this uh, dark game. Um, Justin, tell me, like, the dark game now with the rest of the crew, how did that go? Well, not well. For me, at least, uh, we all everyone's just off off target being for the first like one round, and then Smash comes in and is just dead on every time. May and, I re- may I read to you Smash's dart hits, and the max well, is twenty six. So he he starts with four, then he gets twenty six, then he gets twenty four, then he goes down to nine, but then back up to thirteen, nineteen, twenty one, and fifteen. What a fucker. I mean, he rolled tremendously well. The closest person, and that's because he had one extra roll, which allows him at the beginning of the round, Brian, oh, we rolled for initiative on this, and uh, Brian started, and he got up to 122. So that was the closest one uh, before Smash just crushed it. And then he starts just pelvic thrusting with his excitement. He won. You guys put a lot of money down. So why'd you put that much money down? So I was going to (laughs) win. I, it was, it was, I was, Ghani was going to win. Ghani's always going to win. Ghani will always up the bet because he's always going to win. Wow. I love that. that. So um, my definitely DM choice was, because I knew you guys were going to try this so bad, any way to manipulate the system to make it where you get more points. But there's just no way. It either hits a 20. I mean, unless you're guiding the dart, I mean, that would have been something you guys could have worked around. I thought that you guys might have uh, might have thought about, but you're having a good time. It's a fun, fun event. Um, that was something that I tried to kind of create in the atmosphere. Um, would you say that that was felt? What that we were having fun? Yeah, like having fun together, hanging out, playing yeah, games. I think the, when we were when we were darting against each other, it definitely came out because it, we we definitely felt it because it was against each other. Yeah. And, yeah. Fuck that guy. <laughs> he stole my money. He definitely stole your money. And uh, he has some extra money, apparently, in a lockbox in his pants. His pelvic thrusting came with a little bit of a jingle. With a little bit of a jingle because of that. So, um, uh, Costa, do you feel like the fun atmosphere we were trying to portray in this session? Or or uh, did, were you too in character that he's like uh, not feeling it? I mean... I enjoyed listening to the guys play the game from a, a real-life perspective. From The character was not having it. He, he was too engrossed in the mystery of the house, and he wanted to like understand what was going on. The, the, the storeroom only made him more curious. 
mm. the war room, if you will. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, like, he saw this as a distraction. Oh, okay, cool. Um, you guys, uh, well, I won't tell you where you guys should go check out again, but you should go check out that headquarters again. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> in the podcast, you learn little tips and tricks for your future D&D adventures. So if you're into, uh, you get as much from this game as you want to remember, Um, which I feel like Justin squeezing this game for as much as he can get, which I absolutely love. Um, um, So, okay. So you got the guy, the night ends, you guys have laughter. You tell some stories. People are coming up to you. You guys are kind of um, in the world at large. Um, You guys are building a reputation and uh, they know, which is interesting, from their perspective and the town, they you're the guys who saved Rainer and never Amber. Right? But from your perspective, it's like, no, we rescued Floon. Yeah, everyone's everyone's big on this Rainer guy. Yeah, yeah. So, He's so the guy who was in a closet. <laughs> the guy who was in the closet ended up being kind of uh, a little bit more important than uh, everybody else who's named Floon. Because we bet we we basically saved the 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 king's son, right? Like that's basically what we did, or the mayor's son. Um. So uh, Rainer is the son of uh, the last open lord of Waterdeep, because obviously every other uh, lord of Waterdeep is uh, uh, hidden, except one who's the open lord of Waterdeep. And so uh, he shared with you guys that. Um, his dad uh, was, uh, he left to his um, uh, estates up north, uh, uh, Neverwinter, um, and um, his dad was ousted. They thought he was like embezzling a lot of money and that um, there's some myth and rumor going around that he hid the knowledge of where that money is in a stone, um, the stone of Galore. So that's all that you know about him. He said that kind of in passing and talked to you a little bit about it at the um, Yawning Portal when you guys rescued Floon because that was his main primary thing to, to rescue Floon um, after being attacked um, by the Zents there. Um, um, so you guys, like I said, you're, you're being congratulated. Your, your reputation is going. Then you exit the bar. And what do you guys decide to talk about? Costa. What did we decide to talk about? I, I think we just... Uh... You're thinking about reopening yeah, the tavern. Trying to figure out what to do tonight, right? Like, yeah, yeah. We were just trying to, like, you know, she, she figure out what, what we could do the rest of the night. I think uh, we decided to go to a tavern, and we, it was good. Um, but you know, first, you know, Donnie had this crazy idea that only half the group was kind of into. Yeah. I, for one, would like to ask people more questions. So. <laughs> I would love to start tapping. So here's my question to you guys. Did you guys uh, um, notice the time at this point in our adventure? Like, did you notice that it was like 8.15 or so? You mean real world time? Real world time. That we were an hour and 45 minutes into the game. No. You did not notice. Okay, cool. How about you, Casa? I did not uh, pay attention to the time, no. So I guess I'm, I'm just more – that's interesting because I think I'm more aware of the time. Yeah. So um, so like you guys are just talking about opening up a tavern and getting more drinks and I'm just letting you go wherever you want to go, you know, on that. But it almost sounded like you guys were like, yeah, we got plenty of time. Let's go hit up a tavern and drink and see what's up. 
into the town, which was you guys were into it a hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, you were ready to go uh, drinking. Um, then things got real. <laughs> real bad. <laughs> so, as uh, you guys head out, uh, Smash uh, just heads back to Troll Skull Manor. He's too happy. He has all this gold. He's just chilling. He won. He won the night. He heads off, uh, but the rest of you guys decide to um, kind of hit the town up and see what's what else is going on. And this guy... Um, kind of comes out of nowhere, um, you know, towards you guys, and he kind of screams out, "Are you friends of Lord uh, uh, Rena?" Right? And um, Gani, you kind of respond to him. Uh, what was it that you said to him? Um, it was just like, "Hello, <laughs> hello." I I don't remember. Yeah. Uh, I think I just said, "Oh, is that the guy we found in the closet?" Yes, exactly. So he's not as important to you as important to this guy, which I continue to love the dynamic there. And uh, he begins to approach you as you're moving towards him, and somebody from the shadows comes in and just stabs him in the ribs. And I saw the video; Costa's eyes went wide. <laughs> yeah. like, oh, some dude just got shanked. <laughs> I, at that point, I'm like, I, I'm like starting to formulate plans. <laughs> I have all these plans in my head for what's about to go down. So it happens, uh, um, I thought about this a lot because um, this is a very important part of, of our adventure. I thought about what was the real time reactions of everyone at which they happened and how much information do you process? So I asked for passive perception for an important part of it. Because if you guys were pretty low or in the order that you were, you would get more information. But that's how I decided to, to share out the information of what everybody saw. Um, but a lot of things happened very quickly. So it wasn't like you could gear up for battle. This is not a role for initiative. This is something happening real quickly. He gets stabbed. Uh, this guy rips this bag from him and starts heading off in a different direction. Um, one of you perceives that from the rooftop... There was like something metallic or metallic figure type thing and a little bead uh, hits the ground and ex this large explosion happens. Um, and in the order that you were approaching um, this, uh, this character, uh, the effect of the wave of the damage um, um, hurt you more. So it was 4d6 of damage towards Ghani. So when that happened, like what were your real... Honest to goodness thoughts of what was going to happen. Well, when you said forty-six, I honestly thought I was going to die. Right. What would? It, what's your HP? Thirteen. Thirteen. So, if two of those, two of those would have taken me out. Two of those would have taken you out. Right. Like. Yeah, yeah. It's twice my health. Twice your health. Yeah. Um, uh, Costa, when that happened, what was like the explosion? Was kind of another. Another thing that that was kind of dramatic. I was just, I was shocked. The first, the guy getting shanked was. Like, <laughs> so it was like a double whammy. Like we were just gambling in the same D and D world, or <laughs> thereafter when the fireball came. Like, what the hell is going on? Yeah. Than one person here. That, um, and uh, it does a little bit of damage to everybody, but it really completely knocks Ghani out. So Ghani's down. You guys are hurt. You saw some things happen. You saw a metallic figure. You saw the bead hit. You saw that character 
I, I actually, I think Costa's character got to see whoever it was that snatched that bag or ripped off that bag is stumbling away. He was hurt as well. The character who had the bag, who approached you guys, is dead. He is fried. Fried. Pecan fried. I don't know what that. But anyways, and uh, uh, Gani's down. So um, we're, we're taking a little bit of a longer break this time um, in between. But, um, man, something went down. This was, this was, this was bad. Yeah, it was, yeah. I'm excited to see where this goes. Yeah, so uh, I need a little bit of prep time. I'm going to take this advantage to do some prep time as I see the Avengers next week. And um, Priorities. Uh, priorities, you know. Um, all right. Costa, favorite part of tonight. What was your favorite aspect, interaction, scenario of what happened tonight? My favorite part was definitely you know, Donnie and uh, Dervish's excitement. For the gambling, like you guys played the characters well, I thought doing that you tutored the form of the character, and I enjoyed seeing that interplay between you guys. Yeah, that was really cool. There's definitely a connection between Ghani and Dervish. Um, I wonder how that plays out, you know, with this uh, event that just took place. Um, because Ghani's unconscious. (laughs) And and here's the thing: the only person who can heal me is Costa. Is is Dalgrave. Okay, very interesting. So I wonder, uh, um, and obviously you guys are, are welcome to discuss this, but I wonder, you know, what what would be your next steps, um, which is something I want you to think about. What would your character do, and what happens, and do you let him bleed out, Valgrave? You know, <laughs> uh, I I do not intend to let my friends bleed out. <laughs> All right, that may change over the next three weeks. Okay, so don't <laughs> don't come into anything right now. Um, Justin, what was your favorite part, man, of tonight? Um. I mean, other than uh, other than, than than the dumb waiter, of course. Yeah, yeah, of course. No, um, I thought that uh, like I was really surprised by the gambling den, which because I really wanted to. It was great to get to like explore that side of of Ghani. Um, I would like to bring out the addict in him more. Mm. Um, so I'm excited to see where that goes, um, and then. Uh, just watching all of us stare blankly at each other, trying to figure out this uh, riddle on the door. Yeah. Well, it, it, there was lift, there was lift silence for like thirty seconds while we were all just like what trying to figure out this riddle, and uh, we were all off in our own little world, racking our brains for what this riddle could mean. Yeah, uh, which was really funny to see because we all immediately went into like just solving mode. Yeah, solving mode. I love, I love riddles. This one, um, you know, wasn't it's. It, I, I totally, I mean, drew it up from scratch. You know, the the riddle, but um, it was just a fun, fun little thing. I wanted you guys to say troll. <laughs> yeah, it worked. I mean, it was basically that. You guys knew it and had it uh, all along. Um, my favorite part. There were many. I love when Fowler tried to get Dalgrave to bet, <laughs> and he just walked away. <laughs> Uh, that was so funny because I thought he was definitely going to bet. We were going to play that little mini game, but Dalgrave was like, hell no. Um, I think the, the, the playing the game, um, the, the first game with you and uh, Tally was pretty cool that it got to the number where it was like one roll away. I mean, literally 149, and you got to come back and win it. So I know that was very – there was a lot of things tonight. You guys are freaking getting so good at interactions. It's yeah, the guys um 
there were some really good like player to player things happening this week, which instead of just um, DM to player, yeah. which I really like. Yeah. yeah. I'm trying to let let it breathe a little bit more. These last two sessions, we have not fought a battle. I mean, we yeah. rolled for initiative for gaming, so that was pretty cool. Um so I appreciate, we I will say I appreciate you pulling like you calling on people and like getting them to say what like getting them to engage. I think it's been really good. Yeah, yeah. I just um I really want to learn more. I like switching in between things, you know. I don't like that we're going to just play a game for 30 minutes, you know, um um and not interact like then we're not gonna know what Dalgrave did for thirty minutes, that kind yeah. of thing. Um, um, so so I, I I try to to do that intentionally. But guys, I had a blast. There were a lot of favorite parts tonight. I hope we keep uh, uh, talking about it. And um, this one was left on a cliffhanger. And I know that uh, sometimes um, uh, you know we discussed that in one of our previous sessions about not leaving. But this one needed to be. Yeah, this is. This is important, man. This this begin begins some some very important parts and some parts I really got to prepare for and be ready for you guys on. Looking forward to it. But yeah, it, by the way, it, I emotionally hurt rolling to do damage <laughs> to Ghani. By the way, I emotionally no, it, hurt. You're you're so excited to kill Ghani at some point. <laughs> <laughs> you you have you have threatened to kill me many times. Oh oh, by the way, when. When this hat showed up, what was the message on the hat? Like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna kill you yet. Yeah, yeah. Was an ominous message that was included in this hat. <laughs> like, oh no, I said rest in peace. LA, rest uh, in yeah, peace. rest in peace. And then I was like, no, just kidding. <laughs> Threats that you've you've made against Johnny. I I know you've got to do. <laughs> oh man, Costa, I hope you had a great time, buddy. Uh, thank you guys for joining me for this. I'll, I'll post it up and let's continue talking about it. And the heist, things are about to get real. Thanks, buddy. All right, have a good night.